Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The famed stare down of a practice squad player. He was staring down the bench. Out comes the flag from Tony Carrenti. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Come on, man. Know the context of the moment. The Rich Eisen Show. Come on. Earlier on the show, 49ers tight end George Kittle. Still to come. From NBC Sports Boston, Tom Curran. UTSA running back, Sincere McCormick. Plus actor Bill Pullman. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen shows on the air. Good chat with uh, George Kittle in hour number one. Not a fan of the flag on Cassius Marsh, the Chicago Bears uh, pass rusher who got flagged for taunting late in the uh, Monday night game. That's now day two of us talking about it because the league backed it up today in a video uh, put out by the senior vice president of officiating of the NFL, Perry Fuel, said this is this is the call. This is taunting. This is what we want. And uh, I'm like, uh, not what I want. I don't know another NFL fan that's wanted. We have, we had one guy, I guess, last hour say it's the letter of the law. Do I like the law? I don't. And I, I said it on Monday that the letter of the law is you can't, you know, can't celebrate at an opposing player, and you can't do it in the direction of another person's bench. And uh, it's what I said. It's bringing targeting to the celebration rule. And uh, the problem with targeting, um, as we know in college football, is you have no idea what it is and what it isn't, what it can be, what it isn't, because it's so arbitrarily uh, enforced uh, at the collegiate level. And here, technically, you be staring at the bench, and that's the bench, and you're not allowed to do that in a bench. And what posturing is the word that Perry Fuel used? And I mean, and now now we're, now we're flagging people for posturing, which is uh, stupid. There's just no other way to put it. Fans don't want to hear it. They don't like it. And it's just not cool, man. Um, at any rate, uh, this hour, Tom Curran, Tommy Curran, Tommy. Um, is going to be joining us from New England, which is above 500 for the first time since week three of last year. And that's when Cam got COVID and then everything kind of went sideways for the team. And then below 500 for the first time in uh, since before Brady was a starter. So, um, what's the future with with um, with Tom E. Curran and the Patriots? And he'll give us what uh, he knows what's going on with the Patriots. We're taking on the Browns this weekend. And it looks like the Patriots uh, are not going to get Odell Beckham Jr. Three teams that are uh, the apple of his eye, according to Diana Rossini, today, uh, where he's going to make his choice. Packers and the Saints and the Chiefs. Uh, I said I'd choose the Packers if I was him. I don't know. Again, it's a two-way street as to who's uh, you know um, going to be joining what team. 
and it takes two to tango. And uh, our colleague at Pro Football Talk has said there's a, a narrowing of the choices. Is that correct, Chris Brockman? What do you got for me over there? Oh, I was actually going to cite Jeff Howe's report from The Athletic who's come on that mm-hmm. said six teams remain in the hunt, including the Patriots and Seahawks, okay. along with Packers, Saints, and Chiefs. And then Tom Silverstein, who covers the Packers for the M- Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, said mm-hmm. uh, that, according to his source, the Packers are in but are only offering Odell the veterans minimum. Price could go up, but they can't really afford to pay him a ton of money since they're still trying to extend Devonte Adams. Okay, Greg Bedard saying the Patriots are in on signing Odell. And the uh, and Pro Football Talk saying there's a quote-unquote firm belief in some circles that Odell will wind up with the Saints. But he's still trying to gauge the quarterback situation there. I guess. But I, I, I bet you I know who's, who can make a very impressive push. Sean Payton? Mark Ingram, too. Yeah. Mark Ingram calling up Odell and saying, you know, we got this here. There's some very, very, Demario Davis, if he wants in on it. I mean, there's some very impressive people. Cameron Jordan, that could call him up and say, we got this. Come on. So this is a sweepstakes, huh? Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a fun afternoon. You know what? I knew it would be as well. Yeah, who wants him? Browns couldn't use him. Look what happened. You knew it. There's a lot of people that see him and say he's got runway left, man. I knew it. He's going to sign somewhere, and it's going to be fun. Whether he'll do well, I'm assuming he will. I'm assuming he will. 29 years old. Yeah, man. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay, so Tommy Curran will join us in about 15 minutes' time to tell us what's what on that front. Can't wait. Okay. What do our poll result, uh, folks say right now? What is our poll yes. right now? At Rich Eisen yes. Show so for you to vote out, on it as well. We threw out the three teams uh, from Diana's report. If you're Odell, where do you go? Packers, Chiefs, Saints. I threw the other out there for anyone else. Seahawks, Patriots, uh, whoever. Packers still lead the way, guys. 49%. Other, 24%, 15% Chiefs, 12% Saints. Okay, very good. Let's give out um, some cash. Let's do that. You know I was born to give away cash and prizes. I heard that about you. So the NIL deal that we give out every single Wednesday right here on the Rich Eisen Show, courtesy of our friends and partners at Gorilla Glue, it's called the toughest player on planet Earth, and we love to give a, this award to kids who not only ball out on the field but have a great story as to how they got to their institution of higher learning and start playing football for them, and then what they do um, uh, if they if they do stuff in the classroom. That's obviously a terrific check mark, and um, and then the thing that we particularly like is they're not that star national player that definitely has a national name, image, and likeness deal, and they don't see our phone call coming. Kind of dig on all that stuff, right? So uh, we have been checking out this young man, um, this young man, because uh, he's been wrecking the buffet um, at, you know, in the C Conference USA Club. For UTSA, University of Texas at San Antonio, their running back, Sincere McCormick, love the name too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Sincere McCormick, not only holds the school records uh, for career rushing yards and rushing touchdowns at UTSA, and he's run for 100 yards in seven of the first seven of his nine games. He did it in his first three of four, and we're like, okay, we're, we're, we're going to keep an eye on him. 
And then sure enough, they keep winning and keep winning and keep winning. And the UTSA Roadrunners are one of only four remaining undefeated teams at 9-0. and As Wake Forest lost this week, there's now only four teams left. Georgia, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, and UTSA. And this kid is a star player there. And he's been terrific uh, all year long. So is our winner on the phone line, Chris. Yes, sir. And joining us now on the Rich Eisen Show is the winner of this week's toughest player on planet Earth from Gorilla Glue. And he gets the NIL deal, a check, and he gets a he gets some product. Ladies and gentlemen, Sincere McCormick. Sincere. Let's go. Yeah. UT I San Antonio running back. How are you, Sincere? I'm doing great today. I just got done with football practice and uh, just looking forward to the rest of my day. Okay, let's get to it. So um, how did you find your way to UTSA, to U- uh, Texas San Antonio? Sincere, your it's, path here. Um, it's kind of a uh, kind of a journey. I was born and raised in California. Uh, my mom decided to uh, uh, move to Vegas, and then from on there, she met someone, and we ended up uh, moving to Texas. Uh, starting to meet a lot more people. Um, gradually met this guy named um, Chris Pryor. He went to Justin. And then from on there, uh, my journey kind of just set off. Uh, I was kind of just making a name for myself, coming into a new city, um, you know, meeting uh, Frank Wilson. Frank Wilson was the first offer I had at UTSA. And talking to him, um, knowing the process of what I could, you know, what, what could be done here. And I, was, I took a chance on myself, and I bet on myself every single time. So I knew, you know, coming to UTSA that, you know, I can make a change, make something happen here. And that's what that's what that's what we're doing right now. You, I'll be honest with you, sincere. I'll, I'll well, I'll be sincere. Um, we have been we have been checking you out since we started this nil deal. Uh, toughest player on planet Earth. I mean, you popped off the screen with hundred yard performances in three of your first four games, and now here you are, part of the fifteenth ranked Roadrunners team and one of only four undefeated teams remaining in big-time college football. Um, how is this landing on you and your teammates that you're performing so it's, well it's, here? It's, um, you know, everybody in, um, in the locker room and um, even outside of the, like in the community is just, you know, happy and excited. But it's the culture that was instilled into us, you know, thinking uh, Coach Trailer, um, bringing that culture in and having older guys uh, live up to that culture. And just you know, um, just the details and everything we 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 put in it um, during the summer, um, leading up into the fall, um, you know, and and finally seeing our results come, you know, come to truth, uh, come come to you know, uh, reality. So that's something that you know we we pride ourselves in, and you know, just seeing it develop is something that we're we're excited for and we're happy for. All right, I mean, so you've got you're ranked seventh currently in an FBS uh, rushing yards list right now with 1,060. You've got 17 career 100-yard rushing games, also a school record. You hold the school records for career rushing yards and rushing touchdowns. Uh, what's your goal when it all comes down to um, it, Sincere McCormick? What do you got for me? Um, you know, it, it, what it comes down to is to, you know, do everything I can uh, for, you know, to lead – Hopefully, get up to the top three by the time it's all said and done. Um, score as many touchdowns as I can, probably get to 15. Um, but really, all I think about is uh, just winning the games with my teammates. Um, I let everything fall into play because I know I'm going to get mine, but uh, for my team, just doing everything I can, um, just being a team player, you know. Um, I'm excited I get I, I achieved all my goals, achieved the goals that, you know, came by, but you can't really pay attention to that. 
because, you know, you get you stare away from the, the disenjoying the moment and, you know, seizing the moment with your teammates. So, you know, just letting that, you know, uh, develop itself, I, I just don't really worry about that. All right. It's it's uh, the four remaining undefeated teams I just mentioned moments ago in the FBS, Georgia, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, and UTSA. Do you want a piece of these yes, guys, Sincere McCormick? you want a piece of these guys? You're ranked 23rd. Yeah. Your team's ranked 23rd in the college football playoff rankings right now. Of course. Of course I want a piece of them, you know, just to showcase our talent that we have here at UTSA. I know we have a new program, but we're capable of a lot, a lot more than what people think. Um, you know, the competition level really don't matter, you know, because we all have to suit up the same, wake up the same, go through the same thing. So, you know, just be able to showcase our talent against those opponents will be, you know, uh, something big for this program. Okay. And then the most important job that you have, which is one of the many reasons why you're getting this award, is your most important job. You're a dad, correct, Sincere? Yes. Yes, sir. I'm a dad. My, uh, my daughter came here Monday. I've uh, been spending time with her ever since. Uh, she started walking around. You know how little girls get. They start. She about to be one tomorrow. Um, so you know she started getting into a lot of things. So you know, as a dad, you got to say no, 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 many times. So they don't touch anything. But you know, I'm I'm happy that she she came down. Okay. Your one door one year old daughter legacy. So now I know for sure because I've been asking everybody who's winning the toughest player on planet Earth award from Gorilla, Gorilla Glue the NIL deal. To check for a thousand dollars, that obviously is going to come in handy. But you must have some stuff of legacies that requires fixing. There has to be some toys, something that the glue or tape will come in handy with, uh, right? <laughs> Correct, sincere. McCormick? Yeah, and the crazy thing what just happened uh, with the glue. Um, I was fixing her her little car that she has, and one of the pieces fell off. So definitely, uh, we're gonna need that gorilla glue um, to stick it back on. Yes. I know it's one of the toughest glue out there, so I'm gonna definitely need it. Uh, <laughs> need it. <laughs> yes, yes, it is the toughest. It's for the toughest jobs, and clearly that's the most important job that you've got going on right there. I'm loving this, Sincere McCormick. I'm rooting for you and your team. Um, let's have a little bit of fun, though, going out the door, right? No, right. That, that There's a UTSA, but there's, you know, Texas. And uh, which team is better in uh, the UT football system, Sincere McCormick? Um, well, you know, 2022 will mm-hmm. we'll showcase that. Um, but, you know, can't speak ahead. But, you know, like I said, I'm betting on myself and betting on my team all all day. Okay. I, so, you know, you're too classy <laughs> to go horns down is basically what you're saying right now, Sincere McCormick. Yeah, I'm right? too classy. I like to keep it classy. You know okay. <laughs> That's why you're yeah. getting this award. Hey, uh, congratulations <laughs> to you uh, and your team uh, with what you've done so far. You know, enjoy the time with your daughter. And um, I'm just uh, I'm excited for you. Is the plan to play on Sundays one day for you? Sincere? Is that yes, the plan? Sir, of course. Um, that's something that me and my family, you know, we, uh, you know, look at at times. But, you know, uh, making sure getting that education first, though. So, you know, you can't can't uh, leave here without that education. So, you know, that's the first thing my mom, you know, um, instilled into me. Um, she wants me to get my education first. But, you know, playing on Sundays, uh, that I'm, I'm looking forward to doing that okay. too as well. So, um, anything I end up, you know, I'll be grateful for. Well, I look forward to meeting you one day in that regard, uh, if not before at the Combine, and I'll know who you are, not only because of this, but <laughs> when we shake hands, or you, my, my hand will stick to yours because it'll have Gorilla Glue all over it. So I'll know, yeah. I'll know that. You know, I look forward to that, Sincere. <laughs> Don't get stuck on the ground on that 40. Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> you know, uh, that's my problem is gravity, Sincere McCormick. You're right. That is my problem. From the very beginning, it's been gravity. So, you know, yeah. I'll look at your your tape and you'll teach me something on that front. Hey, hey Rich, I see I here on, on Sincere's Twitter that uh, Meet Meet Nation is selling Run 3MC t-shirts. Is this for, this is your shirt, Sincere? Yes, sir. Right. Uh, Run 3MC shirts is, uh, came out last year before the NIL. Um, and then when the NIL came out, uh, we started proceeding to have the Run 3MC shirts. So I hopefully everybody get a chance to get them. Um, they're on my okay. they're on my uh, Twitter page. Um, they're in my bio on my Instagram. So you can just click the link and buy a sweater or a shirt. Well, I just bought a T-shirt. Hey, there's so yeah, another sell. Yeah. yeah, so we got yeah. we, we'll have we'll have it here on the show at some point. Okay, this is great. This is what a day. Enjoy your Thank enjoy your daughter's birthday, sincere. Congrats on all of Thank that. Thank you, sincere McCormick, University of Texas at San Antonio, running back and the winner of this week's. Gorilla Glue, toughest player on planet Earth. Fun, fun, fun stuff. Awesome. And this award is brought to you by Gorilla Glue, makers of high-quality adhesives and tapes, much like the players this award recognizes. Gorilla brings toughness and strength to even the most difficult household projects and repairs. Gorilla Glue for the toughest jobs on planet Earth. Love that stuff right there. Uh, okay, a team has confirmed they're out on Odell Beckham. Uh, that's next, along with Tom E. Curran. And also still to come, Major League Baseball, you know, they got a labor dispute on the horizon. The latest on that. All still to come before Bill Pullman joins us in studio. Don't go anywhere. Tommy Curran next. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
This is the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, Rick Stroud, who covers the Tampa Bay Buccaneers um, for the uh, Tampa Times, Tampa Bay Times, he tweeted out, um, Bruce Arians confirms the Bucks are not in on the Odell Beckham Jr. sweepstakes. The quote is, no, we've already got AB. We don't need OBJ. Too many letters. <laughs> Too many letters, says B.A., too many letters. Too many letters. B.A. says we've already got A.B. We don't need O.B.J. Too many letters. We need to got T.B. A.B. 12. C.G. A.B. 12. You know what I mean? R.G. M.E. You know what I mean? Yeah. Too many letters. I get it. Interesting uh, choice right there. I get it. Uh, he uh, is uh, one of our favorites. Certainly when everything uh, Patriots crops up, this is who we reach out to. The man's been covering the Patriots forever and a day. For NBC Sports Boston, back here on the Rich Eisen Show, is none other than Tom Curran. How are you, Tom? Hey, handsome. How are you? I'm fine. Are you the sexiest man alive in New England right now? Is that what it is? Sexiest, sexiest man in my house right now, uh, although okay. I got some strong competition from 22-year-old Tim Curran. Very good. Working Whoa. at home remotely. Tim E. Curran? Is it an E also? No, is he's it? an R. Okay, he's an R. He's Tim R. R. Curran. Okay, yeah. very good. So uh, are the Patriots in on Odell or they're not right now? They're They're banging on the window. They're banging on the glass saying, hey, 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 look at us. Uh, and he fills the need that they have on their team. And, you know, from folks I've spoken to down there, they're intrigued by the prospect of it. They believe that he does fill a need that they have for short area, um, ability to get open, to be a physical receiver, to do things in the red zone. And on short yardage, the Patriots don't really have anyone to do. So they're definitely interested. Um, I just don't know if they're going to be persuasive enough with the quarterback situation and their overall offense to get it done. It sounds like it's not trending that way, but the Patriots definitely interested. They are interested. What about the idea that bringing in someone who, uh, from Cleveland that wasn't, you know, you're hearing the, the, the narrative about not being a precise route runner in sure. a precision offense where you need to be, where you've got to be, do your job. Essentially don't, don't, don't ever run off of script if you don't have to when you know when you have a job to do and we tell you what the script is and as long as you follow it we we hang banners that that's not a concern at all i just think that i mean does he have the capacity to be precise i'm sure he does sure not a dumb guy i think there's a lack of respect that probably an emboldened guy too by the contracts he's been given whether it's in new york and you're playing for Ben McAdoo, and you finally say, I'm just not getting the ball, and my quarterback's not good enough, or you're in Kansas City, and you're playing for Kevin Stefanski, who certainly has done enough to warrant a level of respect, but you don't think you're being taken, um, you're not, your role is not being taken advantage of well enough. But I just don't think that when you come to New England, on an eight-game audition, when you have to rehab your career, you're going to start telling the Patriots how it's going to be and what your particular Randy ratio will be. I just can't imagine, as much as he acts out, as immature as he might be, as divisive as he has been, that he would be dumb enough to come into an audition period and try and say, here's the lay of the land for OBJ, Bill. Mm-hmm. Well, you I'm, me on that, right? No, I, mean, I, 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 I don't know how divisive he is, though, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? Like, every teammate kind of digs him. From you know, maybe Mayfield feels differently, or or a couple of people in Cleveland. But you know, when he left the Giants, I I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I I, I think he would actually be an an outstanding fit for New England in a way that I think that Bill takes 
somebody else's um, either problem or supposedly declining player or player that didn't fit in where you have, and then they come to you, to the New England Patriots, and start balling out. I mean, Muhammad, as I said earlier uh, this week, that there's there's Randy Moss on one end of that scale, clearly, is a Hall of Famer, and yep. Muhammad Sanu on the other end of that scale, right? And Beckham would, would, would be closer to Randy Moss than, than Muhammad Sanu, in my estimation. He sure would. And, and when we talk about this, Bill did give us insight a long time ago. This is the great thing about covering the team for so long, is you get to understand when he was more open how his mind works. He said about guys like Corey Dillon, right. specifically Corey Dillon, mm-hmm. if you look at his resume, every problem he had was football-related. Now, he had a tough upbringing. He was a pain in the ass out in Seattle, and he had all kinds of trouble as a kid. But his problems in Cincinnati as a running back were um, on-field and how he was used was not off-field stuff. Now, he certainly deviated that from that with Antonio Brown. His stuff was not football-related. It was just – he was nuts. I mean, he behaved in bizarre ways. I think OBJ would be closer to a guy whose issues are football-related rather than off-field. So that would be, to me, a reason that Bill Belichick would be more in the market for Odell Beckham Jr. But I guess what we have to wonder, too, is what's the upshot of the New England Patriots 2021 season? No matter what's going on in Kansas City, you know that they're going to right the ship and be in contention Mm. to play in, if not win a Super Bowl. Same thing with Green Bay. Seattle, with Russell Wilson, I would say the same thing. You can change things in eight games. With New Orleans, it's a homecoming, and you're still playing with a Hall of Fame head coach. In New England, I just don't know if the pieces are in place because this is still rich, a rebuilding team. It's five and four because the Patriots don't bottom out like the Jaguars or the Dolphins or other teams that have to go two and 14 and they rebuild. You know, last year was their crater. Now they're still rebuilding, but they're playoff contenders. Tom Curran here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's get into that, about what the Patriots are in 2021. I saw them in SoFi a couple weeks ago with my own two eyes, and that looked mm-hmm. like a playoff team to me, Tom. That was a playoff team. Yeah. That was a team that went into, uh, uh, you know, crossed the country, all those time zones away, went into uh, an opposing team's building. Uh, there there was seemingly half of Quincy in the, in the stands, though, to be honest with you, um, yeah. you know, and surrounding areas. Um, so, but, but it still was a highly impressive victory from the fact that, um, Mac Jones was the guy who read the defenses and took what was given to him and then was able to uh, exploit things when he could, not Justin Herbert, the defense that played and balled out and turned things over just when you needed to, and then played the game, uh, smartly when the clock was winding down by sliding to keep from going out of bounds, mm-hmm. they were situationally more brilliant. That looked like the Patriots to me. That's the not last year, this year. Uh, you know what is from your perspective going on to get them to this five and four mark and and seemingly uh, back, Tom. The whole is greater than the sum of its parts, and they're very well coached, and they they stayed the course defensively and actually changed a little bit. I don't want to get two X's and O's, but they've gone away from the man stuff and they're way more zoned, so a sim- simpler defense mm-hmm. generally to run. So there's fewer busts like we saw maybe against Dallas 
um, which cost them that game. Really, I mean, Rich, you don't even have to really squint too hard to see how this team could be eight and one. Right, five and four. Dallas, Tampa, and the fumble plagued loss in the opener to Miami could have all been wins. Again, ifs and nuts. You know this. <laughs> And candy, whatever the hell it is. Yes, right. Uh, my aunt, my uncle, everything else. Yes. Um, so, but I mean, you look at this team, and they're highly capable, but they're never going to blow teams out. I mean, they kind of did, obviously, with the Jets, but they're going to be very close to the bone all year long. They're going to be close to the bone this this week with Cleveland. They have to play precisely, and it's part of the reason is they have uncertainty in key spots, and that's in terms of protection. It's at both tackle spots where Trent Brown has been absent because of injury and Isaiah Wynn is underachieved, and it's because of a lack of explosiveness. Henry, John Smith, Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers, they're fine as a group, but you're not walking in the way you would with Edelman or Gronkowski and saying, oh, my God, what are we going to do about this guy? We better send two-and-a-half to him. You don't have to send two-and-a-half to anybody on the Patriots' offense, and eventually that's going to bite him. And that's why Bill is essentially holding up the boom box outside of OB, uh, OBJ's window right now? Is that I what, think that, is that what, it's, it's got to be, hey, we're just missing this. Mm-hmm. So why not roll the dice and see how far we can get? Tom Curran here on the Rich Eisen Show. The fact that they are even thinking about let's add Odell right now, or they are they're in on it, I, I think is just the latest sign of how they feel like they are in fact set at quarterback, and that that Odell could be in fact uh, enticed to join Belichick's organization and team and things like that. And you know Beckham has been on record as being very complimentary and, and uh, lauding Belichick um, because Mac Jones is is he doesn't look like a rookie, man. I, I didn't see that at all. I saw him wait and wait and wait for receivers to clear against the Chargers. He didn't panic. He threw the ball away when he should. That was not a rookie quarterback I saw a couple weeks ago. You got a good story uh, of right now of, of where Jones is in his development and what the Patriots feel on that front? He, he has Mac toed a little bit because between last week mm-hmm. and this week, those were his two... Um, least impressive games, really, in terms of accuracy. And I would watch that for this week with Cleveland, too, because the edge rushers from Carolina bothered him, and he had a a fairly – he was accurate, but he he did not have a good second half. And I thought that with the Chargers, he was really inaccurate on some throws. You're exactly right. And that's the coolest thing about his development – is you see a player like, say, for instance, Zach Wilson throw a pick or two early, and then it's just an uh, an avalanche. With Mac Jones, whether it's a bad practice or a bad series in training camp, or it's in the regular season, he has a bad series, throws a pick six against the Cowboys, and then comes back and throws a touchdown. His resilience is ridiculous. But he has, in the last two weeks, plateaued just a little bit. He's playing like closer to a rookie than than he had been hmm. as a five-year veteran. I'm not nitpicking what your point no, on no, the Chargers right. game was. The way he closed that game was really impressive because he didn't turn into a puddle. No. He fixed it. And that's what you need from a from a young quarterback if he's going to be shouldered with all that. that. That's why, to me, Rich, mm-hmm. the conversation about who the rookie offensive rookie of the year is is kind of a non-starter. I mean, it's got to be Mac Jones, no matter what Devontae Smith and Jamar Chase do. Mac Jones has, in the last calendar year, gone from Alabama 
gone through the draft process where he was the fifth best quarterback and maybe a second rounder to be to being the fifth over, you know fifth one taken 15th overall unseats Cam Newton a former MVP begins the season as the starter rolls of you know in one of the more storied places has the team in a position to go to the playoffs has to shoulder all that has to be as efficient as he has been has to succeed Tom Brady has to compete against Tom Brady I mean a receiver is even an outstanding otherworldly receiver never going to compare to shouldering the same load as a good to very good quarterback and the impact is never going to be the same that's why to me your offensive rookie of the year is and should be almost always by default the quarterback that's why I voted for Herbert over our very brilliant Justin Jefferson last year, who I loved. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it should go the same way with, with Jamar Chase. There's Najee Harris, too, out there as well. Yeah, and, right. you know, a, I mean, it, Can it, you find a guy? I mean, it was so funny the other night. He had one of those Le'Veon Bell runs. Yeah, he just picked, picked he's and the, then took off. And, and, and the reason why the Steelers have won four in a row is because he has come to the fore and they are centering their offense around him and it allows Ben to find the guys down the field. You know what I mean? And 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 Roethlisberger is definitely more upright and clean. And, you know, so at some point that's going to be the case. But the, I had Matthew Judon on Monday's show, Tom Curran, and asked him about Mac Jones. And one of the things that I, I definitely uh, followed up on when he was talking about what, what's impressive about Mac Jones is the spirit that he takes coaching with. And I just found that interesting that a defensive player is noticing that from afar or he's seen it up close. Are they coaching him really hard? Are they getting in his ear hole? Stuff like that? Ridiculously hard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were crushing um, Carolina, even though not on the scoreboard. Carolina had no shot the other day. Could have locked them in the gym all day and they wouldn't have scored a hoop. And he had two. Mac Jones did in the second half. He had a really sluggish drive where he threw one into the cheerleaders and then overthrew one. It was just sloppy-looking passes. And McDaniels just tore it to him on the bench. And it's just interesting because you don't see that with a lot of rookie quarterbacks because there's a a mentality of coddling, bringing them along. Mm -hmm. Okay, he's going to make some – I mean, you get a four-pick game out of Zach Wilson. It's like, yeah, we'd like to have a few of those back. What? (laughs) Call it like you see it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's he gets it hard. No, I, I, I definitely wanted to ask about that. So, a last one for you. What do you think Belichick's dialing up for this week? What do you think with Baker coming in, no Chubb? Uh, they just had a terrific performance, obviously, against Cincinnati. What do you think uh, first blush might be coming Cleveland's way and what I think is one of the marquee games of, of week, they, uh, I, week I agree 10. with you. They will be playing. It'll be interesting because I don't know if they'll go the cover two stuff that they did. They haven't seen um, – you know, the Chargers, they, they did a lot of, you know, zone, but that was a better throwing team. I don't think the Chargers are that. The Chargers, excuse me, the uh, Browns are that. The Browns are kind of a mirror image of the Patriots. Running game, tight ends, pretty smart quarterback who can be accurate. So I would say they're going to challenge Baker Mayfield and see if he can throw over the top a little bit, and they're going to, when he does that, rely on your Monday guest, Matthew Judon, who mm-hmm. is playing at certainly a Pro Bowl level, maybe even an all-pro level. He's been great. Tom, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Um, let's uh, right, let's chat down the line. You be well. Okay. That's See ya. Tom Carr Patriots Insider, NBC Sports Boston, everybody. What do you take out of it, Patriot honk over there? 
Patriot honk. Rich, I prefer voice of New England sports. Okay. I love it. I, I'm not sure Mac Jones is rookie of the year offensively. I, I mean, I kind of like some of those other guys. I like Najee Harris and, and Jamar Chase a little bit better, but uh, I think this is a playoff team. And, and while they're still a playoff team, like Tom said, it's still a rebuild. Like, we still need some more offensive weapons. Running game looks good. Still needs to shore up the offensive line. But the defense is playing top-notch football. And uh, that kind of goes back to the first kind of Patriot-Tom Brady dynasty where Tom didn't have to do too much, do just enough, don't lose the game, let the defense finish at home. And that's kind of what you're seeing this year. I think the chase of Odell being in on it, okay, speaks to two things. One, they realize what they're missing. Yep. That they need someone to take the top of the defense off because Aguilar was supposed to be that. He is yet to be that. Yeah. Okay. So they're like, okay, we we need that. It's something they need. Yep. But the fact that they would go and do it with, you know, week 10 upon us, I would imagine even if the news breaks now in the middle of this sentence <laughs> that Odell signs with the Patriots or someone else, that Odell wouldn't be on the field for week 10. You know? Yeah, probably. Not. And I think that was part of why Cleveland waited till Friday to do what they did because that meant he wouldn't clear waivers till Tuesday and then the free agent tour would take him off the chessboard for two games, you know, this week and the following. So that means you're getting him for from weeks 11 through 18, okay? You're getting him for the second half of the season. And the fact that they do that means, yeah, sure, could they bring him in now and get him up to speed on the Patriot way and then keep him in the fold? That, I assume, might be the idea of a team that signed him, right? I think so. Correct. So there's the now and then there's the over the steering wheel. But the fact that they're willing to do it now means they think they can win right now. And you have to look at the rest of this conference. Look at the rest of the conference. Five and four is two games worse than the number one seed right now in the seven and two Titans. Five and four, okay, is a game and a half behind the only six-win team in the Ravens. And you're a half game behind a slew of five and three teams, and you've got the same record as four other five and four teams. This is a wide open conference, man. Wide open. All right. The division is now something you could begin to talk about. You're a half game behind the Bills, and you've yet to play them yet. And you're probably very confident that you could do to Josh Allen what, you know you have habitually done to other young quarterbacks. I know Allen finally broke through last year, but this is a different team, different defense now. You got to think about the division and also, you know who's on the Patriots' schedule? If you could put that up, Mr. Hoskins. The Titans are still on that schedule. So if you can keep winning and win your division and have in your back pocket a head-to-head -head against Tennessee, which is in three weeks from now. Mm. Their next three games are this game against Cleveland. They're at Atlanta on a Thursday night, short week. And then there, there's that home game on Thanksgiving weekend, that Sunday. There it is. 
home for Tennessee, and then at Buffalo by week, late by to get nice and healthy for the stretch run at Indiana, at Indianapolis. Their home game against Buffalo, home for Jacksonville, at Miami to finish where things go a little crazy. You you can make some hay here in those final eight games, certainly the seven that you have with Odell, if you get them. And so you're thinking that, and also if you're going to add a vocal wide receiver wanting the football, all right, now he may not have told his dad to cut the video and he wasn't in the edit room. (laughs) People ascribe that to Odell. But if you're going to bring somebody with that on his table and get him in the huddle with a rookie quarterback who has been just copacetic this year, trending upward, and you're going to have somebody very vocal saying, get me the ball and maybe make this young quarterback think I've got to get him the ball. You're going to bring that into the equation. You're pretty damn confident that Mac Jones can handle it. That's what I'm seeing about the pursuit of Odell here. They feel like they need him. They see what their weakness is. They need somebody like him. That's an admission, if you will. And the other two are like, we can win now. We could make we can make a run. Two, three weeks ago, that's like, get out of here. Yeah. I just showed you the the reality, the boots on the ground of what you are in your record and what everyone else is with their record. Got to get to 10 wins. But you have Tennessee. You can take care of Tennessee yourself. Right? You're two games behind Tennessee right now. That's a team that's had, you know, their number. I get it. Here we go. That's a big game. By the way, same weekend of Packers and Rams, too. (laughs) That weekend is going to be amazing. But this is what uh, reading the tea leaves about Odell on the the radar screen of New England shows that they need him. They have a shot to do it this year. The it being make some hay, go deep. And they believe in their quarterback to be able to handle it. Let's take a break. When we come back, baseball at the crossroads again. That's next here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least 
The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. We just had a caller asking if I'd be up for an all-or-nothing rule, like letting letting NFL players taunt to their heart's content, or not at all. I'm like, we're no, I'm not up for that. We also Remember, don't want these guys being robots. I'm not up for that. I mean, it's I'm an emotional game. Yes, I understand, which means you as a the referee, you're the one who can discern. That is your job. It is your job to evaluate, discern, and then make a ruling on the spot it's very difficult to do that's why there's replay to back you up that's why there's a rule book for you to lean on i get it i get it but i don't like all or nothing one of our favorites in the history of this show used to have him on our podcast as well and somebody who i've gotten to know and i think is one of the smartest guys i've ever met steven soderberg the director the academy award winner director um remember he came up with the idea of of having a uh uh, PED Olympics in <laughs> where yeah. everybody you take whatever you want absolutely take whatever you want doesn't matter if you come with a trapezoid head and your 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 back's broken out and pimples or whatever just do it and, and let's see how let's see how the limits of the human body can can handle being juiced up he said hold it in Vegas that's yep. where you hold it in Vegas absolutely it's great you know it'd be like we could call Ocean's One Eleven you know because <laughs> it's even the even the numbers on steroids. <laughs> And that's a joke, you know, like that's something straight out of the onion. That's why you don't do all or nothing. There has to be some rules. I used to say that about you Adrian know? Peterson in his prime. Like, what if we just let him for one year do whatever he wanted to <laughs> just to see what would happen? No, that's what Soderbergh was saying. Like, let everybody take whatever yeah. they want. Totally. Come and hopped up on whatever they want <laughs> totally and just see go. what the human body can do. Yeah. Totally down. Right? Yeah. I like think I'm watching the Olympics. Like, as a matter of fact, let's just, get, there's no rules and let's not even. You know, let's not let's just lift the kimono, man. Let's not even have any pretense on. Uh, well, I guess that I guess that person's clean because they passed all the protocols. Like, no, he just assumes everyone's cheating, so just let everyone cheat. That's just you know, uh, there's no. Uh, so I guess that's why there's I'm, no win. There's in, no win in bodybuilding. They have like natural. You ever see that where they have someone who went like a Mister California Natural, I think, or something like right. that. So is that the admission that? Someone else might not be. <laughs> well, I, think it's, I think it's just using your eyes yeah. from back in the day. So um, baseball, we love. God, we love baseball. Love it. So that's why I get, I, I, you know, when, whenever things don't go baseball's way, I get, I get upset. I want you all to love it. Uh, by the way, let's talk, about, let's talk a little bit of the positive. Did you see the Phillies announce that for much of their year, Monday through Thursday, weekday home games, First pitch, 6.30. 
Hey. Oh. 6.30. Let's go. Hey, giving, the, giving the kids a little bit of a shot to see the ninth inning. Certainly, you know, when you're playing lefty-righty and all that business and the guys are checking the, the hats to make sure that the cards are right on the right numbers and everything grinds that. to a halt. Giving those kids a shot at the end of, end of a game. That's great. Certainly, yeah. I thought that's great. So there we go. There's the positive. Now here's the, uh, the other stuff. John Heyman, who covers, uh, who covers the sport uh, of uh, baseball for um, – uh, his his organization, which is uh, MLB Network and Odyssey Sports. We love being on Odyssey every day. Management source on the state of CBA negotiations, as bad as I've ever seen it. Oh. The prediction is two and a half months of pain. Now that begins on December 1st. CBA expires on December 1st. Two and a half months of pain means pitchers and catchers reporting, and then we're going to, that's when push comes to shove. That's when midnight strikes. So enjoy the old hot stove, man. All you Atlanta fans needing to be concerned about Freddie Freeman, either get it done in the next two weeks or we'll see you in the middle of February. Guess what we'll get done in the next two weeks? Anything to do with anything because you don't know what the rules are. This happened with the lockout of the NFL. Nothing's going to happen. I know they're all meeting and all the meetings are going on and we could talk about this and that and who wants to go here and who wants to go there. Baseball fans, 0.0 is going to move because nobody knows what the rules of engagement are. They're not going to sign anybody if there's going to be this new cap or that luxury tax that acts as a cap or anything like that sort of stuff. Then on top of it, they named their uh, MVP candidates for 2021. Uh, Not a single American League or National League MVP candidate made the playoffs. I know is sticks in your craw, does it not over there, so Chris? Stupid. Yep, not a single one made the playoffs. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for the sport. One of the uh, uh, ma- one of the manager of the year got fired, Mike Schilt. And one of the manager of the year, not in the American League, uh, one of the American League not manager of the year candidates was Alex Cora, because I guess they're still punishing him of what happened, yeah. even though he could have. Done the greatest job of anybody. Or no Brian Snicker, no none of these guys. Like this is what But that's is, baseball writers, isn't but it? But this is the problem though. This is the problem with waiting till two weeks now after the season has ended. So why are we even it's doing It's the that, middle right? of November. I guess they're trying to get Announce us talking the about awards it. at the end of the year. No, but they're trying to get us to talk about them in the middle of November. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Certainly if people who didn't make the playoffs are so these teams, we're so talking the MVP, about guys who haven't been playing for two months. MVP of both leagues won't have made the playoffs, and it's entirely possible the American League uh, Cy Young winner doesn't either if you what give it to Robbie Ray. a joke. But we love baseball, though. Let's make sure everyone understands that. Gosh. The great Bill Pullman, the actor in studio, coming up.